Reign Supreme, the podcast. <laughs> because it's a journey to reign supreme. Let's talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Reign Supreme, the podcast. This week, we're discussing mind over matter and exploring the things that we should stop minding so they won't matter. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired. Get ready to embark on a journey that will challenge your perceptions, ignite your passions, and transform your life. This is Reign Supreme, the podcast, and I am your speaker, your guide, and your biggest cheerleader. So let's dive in and discover the amazing power that lies within you. Welcome to a world where you reign supreme. Let's talk about it. So last week, we discussed the topic, your focus needs focus. We discussed what vision is and the purpose of crafting a compelling vision. But in order to make that vision or that dream a reality, you have to have the right mindset. And with the right mindset comes the right posture, the right behavior, and the right attitude. I want you to remember this. Your talents will get you through the door but your character will keep you there. It is not enough to be gifted, but no one wants to work with you. Gifted, but you have a horrible attitude. Gifted, but your energy is all wrong. That's why it's all about the right mindset. So for this week, we're going to talk about developing the right mindset so that when God opens the door for you, you can walk through and remain there. So remember last episode, we discussed tables and levels. Well, there's a certain mindset that comes with those tables and levels. Remember, you have to think according to the level you want to be on. So let's say you want to gain the attention of the high fashion industry. That means you have to be seen in high fashion. There's a certain look and a certain demeanor that you have to have in order to fit. So if you want to be in high fashion, that means you have to prepare yourself for that level. You're going to have to understand how they move, how they think, how they behave, how they dress. Take all of that, pull it into your now, and start operating as if you were on that level already. Your money might not be on that level yet, but you can monitor your speech. You can work on your posture. You can work on your attitude and demeanor, and you can also work on saving so you're thinking about later and not just now. We are in a day and age where we don't really know what's going to happen next. And if we don't prepare our minds for the shift that this world is taking, we're going to be left behind. I know the saying says you only live once, and, and it's true, but there's also another saying and that's time waits for no one. It's going to keep progressing forward whether you like it or not. It does not care what's going on or not. It does not care who's ready or not. It does not care whether you like it or not. And it doesn't care if you're in the right position or not. Time is going to keep moving. What about you? Think about this for a moment. Your mind is the most powerful tool you possess. 
It's like the cockpit of life's journey, right? The command center that influences your thoughts, emotions, and actions. Your mind isn't just the gray matter within your skull. It's a dynamic force capable of shaping your reality. It's the conductor of your personal orchestra, directing the symphony of your thoughts and emotions. The power of the mind lies in its ability to control not just how you perceive the world, but how you react to it. It can propel you to the greatest heights or hold you captive in self-doubt and negativity. Consider this. Imagine you're faced with a challenge, right? Uh, a mountain to climb. Your mind can be your greatest ally, providing you with determination, creativity, and resilience to conquer it. Now let's switch gears. If your mind is filled with self-doubt, negativity, and fear, that very same challenge becomes an insurmountable obstacle. Because here's the exciting part. Your mind is malleable. You have the power to influence its workings, to shape your thoughts and perceptions. You can be the master of your mind rather than its slave. So how can you tap into this incredible power? It really starts with perspective, right? So now picture this, right? Perspective. It's a concept we've all encountered at some point in our lives, but we've often overlooked it. Think about a glass of water. Is it half full or half empty? I'm sure you've heard this before, right? But let's take a moment to truly grasp, grasp the importance of this. Imagine that glass represents a challenge or situation in your life. The water level inside symbolizes your perspective. Is it half full? If so, that's an optimistic viewpoint. Or is it half empty? Now that is a pessimistic take on things. What's fascinating is that this simple example is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the power of perspective. How we perceive the glass isn't just about being optimistic or pessimistic. It can impact how you navigate the world. Consider this. We all face various scenarios in life, right? And how we choose to look at them can significantly influence our reactions and decisions. Let's put it to the test, okay? I'm going to throw you out some scenarios. Imagine you just failed a test. How do you feel? What would your perspective be on this situation? Your perspective might be a sense of defeat, frustration, or disappointment. Or disappointment. And that's perfectly natural. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to realize that you are human. But what if we took a step back and decided to shift our perspective? How can we look at this test failure differently? Well, here's where it gets interesting. Because by shifting your perspective, we can see that this failure is an opportunity. It's a chance to learn from our mistakes and improve. You see, the power of perspective lies in our ability to change how we view situations. It's not just about being glass half full or glass half empty type of person. It's about recognizing that we can actively choose how to view life's challenges. 
By understanding this, we can open doors to personal and professional growth that we might not have thought was even possible. Another thing you've got to work on, dear hearts, is the art of saying no. Just just say it with me one time. No. Just say no. (laughs) Sometimes we have a hard time saying no because we don't like to let anyone down. For some of us, we remember when we were in those positions and we don't want others to feel what we felt when we were there. But there is a truth. You can't help others if you can't help yourself. Learn to say no. This is a skill that requires practice. (laughs) It's about finding your voice and understanding that setting boundaries is not selfish but it's actually necessary for your personal and professional growth. The power of no isn't just about refusal. It's about creating space for a more fulfilling yes. It's about embracing the opportunities and commitments that truly align with your values and your aspirations. So let's take it a little bit further. Imagine this. You're juggling work, family, friends, and countless commitments, right? Your plate is overflowing and it feels like there's no end in sight. You're spread thin and you're not even sure how you ended up in this situation. Many of us find ourselves in this exact predicament. It's time to stop and address it. The power of no is like a supercharged tool that is often underutilized. It's about setting boundaries and taking control of your time, your energy, and your well-being. Think about it. No is a complete sentence. It's a declaration of your priorities. And it's essential for your personal growth and your professional growth. So let's break down this little two-letter word and see why it's so important and powerful, shall we? Number one, self-respect. Saying no is an act of self-respect. It's acknowledging your limitations and seeing the value in your own time and energy. Number two is boundaries. Setting boundaries isn't just a form of self-care. It's a necessity. It's about recognizing your limits and communicating them effectively to others. Then number three is prioritization. No allows you to prioritize the things that are truly important and matter in your life. It's about directing your energy towards goals and values. So let's talk about some practical examples, okay? Imagine you're working on a crucial project at your job and your colleague asks for your help on a less urgent task. Saying no in this situation isn't about being unhelpful. It's about recognizing your priorities and honoring your commitments. On a personal level, perhaps you've committed to attending a family event, right? But you're feeling drained and in need of some downtime. Saying no to additional social time and commitments doesn't mean that you don't care about your loved ones. It means you're taking care of yourself to be a better partner, a better friend, or a better family member. If 
If there's one thing I would leave you with, it's this. We've got to learn to let go. We hold on to so much from the past. If there is one thing I know about the past, and I will keep repeating it until Elon Musk develops a time machine, you can't change the past. You got to let go. You have to. You, listen, you have to, you have to, you have to. It's the demons that we're holding on to from the past that keep us from propelling to our future. I did a little research, right? Did you know that holding grudges has the same, about the same effect on your body that negative emotions does? All right, let's look at some of them. It can lead to chronic stress. I mean, because you have to maintain those emotions every time you're around that individual, right? Do you realize how much it takes to maintain an attitude every time you're around someone? You got to remember how you felt about them the last time you were around them. Instead of just saying, hey, let's talk. Let's put it on the floor. And when we walk away from this, this conversation, we walk away from this situation and leave it right here on the floor. But see, that takes maturity. And unfortunately, a lot of us still need to mature. See, my job on this podcast isn't to stroke your ego. It's to provoke change. It's about helping you see where you are so you can start moving toward where you want to be. It's also uh, brings weakened uh, immune systems and increased blood pressure and heart and digestive issues and mental health and negative coping issues. Negative emotions also bring sleep disturbances, muscle tension and pain, cognitive impairment, behavioral changes, and a decline in social relationships. Have you ever been around a negative person? Someone that everything that comes out of their mouth is negative. Never happy. Never satisfied. Never okay. Just negative about everything. Those are individuals who haven't learned to let go, so they hold on to that negativity and let it fester and spread into everything, so everything they see is through the eyes of the pain they experienced. The past can't be changed, right? But it can be learned from. It can be used to propel you to your next dimension. Watch this. There's a story of an alcoholic father who has two sons. One of the sons turned out to be an alcoholic. The other son went ahead to further his career and became successful. So when interviewed, the question was asked of the son who became the alcoholic, why did you become an alcoholic? And his answer was, because my daddy was an alcoholic. When asked of the successful son, why didn't he become an alcoholic? His answer was, because my daddy was an alcoholic. Same answer. Two different perspectives. One son saw 
alcoholism as the only option because his daddy was an alcoholic. The other son saw alcoholism as a deterrent because his daddy was an alcoholic. So he changed the narrative and chose differently. You have to change your perspective. You have to learn to say no. And you have to regain control of your mind. At the end of the day, the only things that should matter are those propelling you forward. If you are complacent, if you aren't moving, don't make excuses for it. Just make adjustments. Let go. Imagine you're carrying a heavy backpack filled with 10-pound bricks, 15-pound stones, and 5-pound weights, and you have to walk 20 miles. Can you even imagine what that would feel like? How much pain you would be in? How exhausted you would be? Now imagine that same backpack is filled with 10 years of resentment, 15 years of grudges, and 5 years of unresolved conflicts. Every step you take feels burdensome, and the weight of this emotional baggage is holding you back from reaching your full potential. How can you go far with so much weight attached to you? And you're wondering why it feels like you're moving but not going anywhere. I have a question. Have you tried forgiveness? Forgiveness isn't about condoning the actions of the other person or forgetting what happened. It's about releasing the grip that the past has on you. It's about taking a step towards emotional freedom. What does forgiveness teach us? It teaches us empathy. It teaches us to look at things from another perspective. It teaches us healing. It teaches us when we need to break free from the cycle of hurt and anger and begin a journey towards emotional well-being. And it also teaches us self-compassion. It teaches us that forgiving ourselves is just as important as forgiving others. It's acknowledging that you're human, you're human, you're human, you're human, you're human. That you will make mistakes and that you deserve self-compassion and kindness from it. Do you not realize that if we as a people ever learn how to let go and stop living in the past, the world would be a much better place? And I understand, how can we let go? Do you know what was done to us? Yes, 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 I do. It was done in the past. And what did we say about the past? You can't change it. You can only learn from it. I don't care what color you are, black, white, brown, whatever, let go. So my transparent moment, right? When I was younger, I was molested. Um, It messed me up for years, years of my life. Uh, And one day I faced it. I replayed it in my head for the last time and said, this will not dictate my life. 
And that time when I saw it, I didn't see myself in it. I didn't see the violation. I only saw the room. So I was no longer attached to that image so it could no longer hurt me. Now, the only time I discuss it is when I'm encouraging someone else and I feel nothing. I don't feel hatred. I don't feel regret. I am not still hurt or bothered because one day I chose to let go. I don't even think about it. I realize what happened. I realize who did it. I also realize that it wasn't my fault and I forgave it all. I forgave the act. I forgave the perpetrator and I forgave myself because it wasn't my fault. You will never be able to heal if you don't first forgive. Do I always get it right? No. <laughs> there are plenty of times I have to go back and say, Oh, I just failed that test miserably. Please give me a do-over, God. <laughs> because we're all human. We're going to err. You're going to miss the mark. But the only way you're going to fail is if you stop trying. Changing your mindset doesn't mean you always get it right. A changed mindset lets you know when you got it wrong or when you're headed down the wrong direction. In church, we call this conviction. And if you don't have conviction, you are headed towards failure. Conviction is our warning beacon signaling potential danger. Conviction is that voice telling you, don't do that. Please don't go there. You know you shouldn't have done that. But what, but what happens is, what we do is we do it anyway. Because we want to answer the if factor. The what would happen if clause. And it's the ifs of this world that get us into trouble. Do you not realize, really quickly, there is a difference between a temptation and an invitation, right? I, they gonna connect. One second. <laughs> you can only be tempted by something you've never had. If if you've never had a dragon fruit, right? And someone brings you a dragon fruit or you see a commercial with it being cut open and the juice is flowing from it and your mouth starts watering. Um, it's because in your mind you are wondering if it is really as good as it looks. The if factor. You are being tempted to go and get it to see for yourself. What would happen if? Now, on the other hand, if you've had a dragon fruit before and you see a commercial with the fruit and the juices, right? Your mouth starts watering because you know what it tastes like. And the commercial is inviting you to try more. How long are you going to keep falling for the same trap? 
saying it's a temptation is like walking out of your door and seeing a huge mud puddle and jumping in. Okay, I understand the first time, right? I mean, you just had to know. <laughs> is it deep? Will I fall in? Or just mess up my shoes? Or can I jump over it? But every day, someone has to help you out of the same mud puddle? At that point, it's no longer a temptation because you knew what would happen. What if you started utilizing that in everyday life? Counting up the cost of what's tempting you and understanding the cost of what's inviting you. What if we became thinkers and not reactors? Somewhere we lost our coping skills. We lost the ability to figure it out, to dream and reach higher. What if we shifted that mindset. You can figure out your bills when you have the right mindset. And if you can't, you'll figure out a substitute. Or as our parents used to say, you can figure out how to have peace in the midst of the storm. So what if you, what if you shifted that mindset, right? Do you not realize when your mind is clouded and overwhelmed, how can you figure out any? What you feed it, it will produce. If you feed it positivity, it will produce for you positivity. If you feed it negativity, it will produce negativity. It's really the law of reciprocation. So when you make the choice to change your mindset, shift the narrative, and stop focusing on outside distractions, you'll be well on your way to a changed life. Listen to that conviction. Get your focus in focus and change the narrative. Really, the choice is yours. Thank you for tuning in with me today. This has been episode two of the Admit One series um, entitled Mind Over Matter. Go ahead and join us next week for episode three. I don't know. It'll be a surprise topic. So join us on Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you're really ready to kick your learning, self-care, illumination, and transformation up a notch, go ahead and check out the course in the description entitled Mindscape, Conquering the Battlefield of the Mind. All right, thank you for tuning in with me today. This has been Rain Supreme, the podcast, and I am your host, Journey Rain, because it's a journey to reign supreme. See you next week.